0: Hi, this is Riggs Eckleberry, CEO of Origin Clear. Welcome to the podcast, Water's the New Goal. Now, in this podcast, I explore every week the trends in water, the big disruption that's happening, what we're doing about it, and where the future lies. It's quite interesting. Enjoy and stay subscribed. Okay, everyone, this is Riggs Eckleberry. I'm sitting in JFK terminal right now on my way back to Los Angeles, and I'm very, very happy today to have Dan B on the show. Dan, how are you?
1: Doing well this evening. Doing well. Thank you.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Dan is the president of Modular Systems, ModularWater.com. He joined us the last week of June. We've known him for quite some time, and he came to us with a whole family of patents on his revolutionary way of packaging water systems for prefabrication and de- and rapid deployment. Very, very cool inventions. And he also brought uh, what I call a book of business, which is basically a clientele that he had a forecast for. and He's been very faithfully following up on that since June. We announced that he made his first sale of a brewery in uh, July. Actually, we booked it in August. What we're going to do today is we're going to discuss use cases that he's had over the years for this unique technology. Also discuss in general what he's working on right now, although we cannot discuss the amounts of these deals nor the actual client names, because that would be material information. We can certainly discuss the kinds of applications that are being built in the shop right now. In fact, later this month, we have a video team going up to shoot him at the fabrication site, uh, building these systems, and this can be very, very exciting. That's the intro. Dan, tell us, if you could, for the layman, what is your technology about?
1: The, the modular water system product line, it's focused on a number of different uh, product applications for wastewater the two things we do focus on are packaged wastewater treatment systems and packaged wastewater pump stations but we do have the capability to do other types of, of engineered solutions uh, with regards to the wastewater treatment package line that those systems are geared for decentralized applications uh, you will notice if you go to our website our focus and our forte is in the delivery of decentralized wastewater solutions treatment solutions, reuse and reclamation solutions for smaller installations, for smaller users, point of use, end users. These may be schools. They may be small clustered subdivisions. They could be an industrial facility. It could be a rest stop along interstate. So we have packaged wastewater treatment plants that are custom tailored to those types of applications. One of the unique things about our product line is that we are heavily focused on heavy plastic manufacturing, which is unique to the wastewater industry, especially the uh, packaged wastewater treatment systems. Uh, Heavy plastic manufacturing, it is unique in that it is a way of delivering a system that is rapidly designed, rapidly manufactured, easily delivered, (laughs) and it's very, very, very sustainable, much more sustainable than any any conventional technology like concrete, epoxy-coated steel, and that type of thing. Uh, the other application that we have, uh, for those that are still listening, the uh, the other application we have would be packaged pump stations. And if you go to our website, to www.modulawater.com, we promote a packaged pump station product line. Again, this is more of a decentralized application, heavy focus on plastic manufacturing, where we get away from the limitations of concrete and steel. You'll see we're very similar to fiberglass, with the one exception is that we are far more robust than fiberglass. One of the common value propositions that we typically promote and that you will hear about hear us talk about is that heavy plastics, especially high-density polyethylene and polypropylene, they will have in a continuous-duty life cycle a life cycle expectancy of 50, 75, 100 years, depending on the type of application, and this is usually two, three, and four times longer than typical concrete or painted steel or fiberglass. So those are some other unique features about the pump station and packaged wastewater treatment systems that we
0: design and sell for modular water. Yeah, and my understanding is that you deliver also for the customer a five to 15% cost savings at the outset, which makes you pretty competitive.
1: It, It does, Riggs. Because of the efficiency of plastic manufacturing, that allows our manufacturing teams to rapidly fabricate and deliver wastewater treatment systems and pump stations in a far more aggressive and far more efficient manner than compared to concrete and steel. Concrete and steel are very, very expensive. I will assume that the audience is familiar with that. A car that's made out of steel is heavy, but a car that's made out of plastic is much, much lighter. And so, those things and just the way the, the vertical integration works on the resins, the plastic resins, and the way the manufacturing processes work. Supply chains are faster, it's just much, much easier to deliver a system compared to concrete and steel. But that makes it much easier to deliver or much cheaper, much more effective and cost-effective to deliver on a final installed or total installed cost. Because lighter And we're just le- just less weight. It makes it much, much easier.
0: What drives a prospect to call you up?
1: It usually starts with an engineer, a consulting engineer, or possibly an end user who has a particular wastewater need this end user of this customer It could be a a private sector, public sector entity. It could be a land development application uh, with a land developer. It could be a small municipality that has a regulatory need for wastewater treatment. They can't have their developments. They can't maintain the utilities that they have. And so they will reach out to consultants and those consultants have to look for the most effective, most durable, sustainable wastewater treatment capability that would be in the market today, whether it is a custom engineered solution, Or a prefabricated engineered solution like what we do with modular water. So usually starts with the engineer. They have a need. They call us. They could be representing an industrial customer. They could be representing a private sector customer, an industrial customer. They could even be a military customer. I was only I was working with a military customer this afternoon for some projects that are overseas. So those those are usually the, the. the folks that we're working with, the consulting world, the consulting engineers, and the end users. Utility would be another example.
0: Yes, I know you can scale quite big, even though you do specialize in decentralized systems. I've seen you scale right up to, what's the the biggest uh, throughput you've been able to scale to? The largest
1: single application we have, we can go up comfortably to about a quarter of a million gallons per day, 250,000 gallons per day of advanced wastewater treatment. However, it is possible because of our unique fabrication and engineering Capabilities that we could provide subunit processes for much larger municipal or industrial scale wastewater treatment plants. We could provide a subunit process that could be part of a 1 million, a 2 million, a 3 million gallon per day wastewater treatment system. Maybe not the entire plant, but a sub
0: component that would
1: be a part of that.
0: Just to put that in uh, con- context, How big a town does a million or two million gallon per day treatment plant service?
1: A one million gallon per day treatment plant, you could easily see that servicing a small town of probably... Three, four, five thousand residents, and that would be a mixed-use wastewater utility. That's domestic in the, in the form of the majority of the residents, but it would also have a commercial application. A small downtown district. It could have um, some outlying commercial or manufacturing or industrial customers. But usually, a million gallons per day is in that three to five
0: thousand population equivalent. Okay, so it's fair to say that we're not really talking about these billion-dollar things that they do in the city of LA. But rather, we're doing these flexible, rapidly deployed, durable, and easy to install systems that can scale from about, what, three, 4,000 gallons all the way to, as you say, a quarter million and a million or two for the subunit scale. That is correct. Good. Now, you have a secret weapon with your engineers. Tell us about your algorithm that does some cool stuff for them. For the past seven
1: or eight years, I have been systematically working at developing an algorithm. It's a a computer-based program that allows me to take any variety of wastewater application relative to its influent loading or its effluent requirements, and I can custom engineer and develop a complete engineered solution for a wastewater treatment facility. And I can do that in a matter of, sometimes it's less than five minutes, sometimes 10 minutes. And that allows me to evaluate every single subunit process that you would typically see in a wastewater treatment facility. And the reason why Riggs calls that a secret weapon is that if this were done in the conventional fashion that you typically see conducted by professional consulting engineers, licensed professional engineers, it could take a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, depending on the complexity, the type of system, and the application. So the ability to rapidly respond and evaluate a customer's need to provide them a footprint, an idea of the the cost, the configuration functionality it was paramount to us years ago that we need to create this algorithm I am now working on what I will call version 3 gen 3 release 3 that will be working and we'll, we'll be using that mainstream come January 1st some some portions of it we're working using it now already in, in practical applications but the complete gen 3 will be ready uh, first part of 2019
0: So how does that predispose a specifying or consulting engineer toward you versus someone else?
1: What I've learned, having been a professional engineer, or I'm still a professional engineer, but having been a consulting engineer for the better part of 15 to 20 years in my earlier part of my career, professional consultants, they look to custom engineered solutions providers and or vendors to help them service their customer professional consulting engineers will tend to gravitate to those vendors to those engineer solutions providers like modular water systems and origin clear they will gravitate to them when they know that the that vendor has this capability to rapidly understand what the challenge is can quickly respond and develop a solution and can present that solution articulately and accurately such that the consultant can quickly grasp what the footprint what the scope looks like so that they can turn around and they can best advise and counsel their client that they're serving, whether it be a land development project, an industrial customer, a public utility, or what have you. So that is the one thing. That is the driver. That is the thing that consultants like, and that's what drives them towards engineer solution
0: providers, much like ourselves. I would suppose that that you're delivering these various specification documents, blueprints, CADs, and so forth, kind of like manna from heaven for the, uh, the engineer who finds his job. Improved.
1: That is correct, Riggs. That they they look for completeness, accuracy, detail, and I like to call this. I refer to this as our technical package. Once you get to a point where an engineer is comfortable with the, the conceptual solution, they'll say, "Well, my customer likes this. The budget seems to be in line with what we need and what our capital capabilities are." And so they'll ask and they'll submit a request. Uh, Please provide us with your AutoCAD drawings, your 3D modeling drawings, your process calculations, your detailed performance specifications, and all those things. And so having a systematic technical package, one that is easily prepared and compiled, that can be delivered at the push of a button and emailed to a customer or downloaded through a website, that makes it really, really easy for that consultant to take this, this information that we've generated, they take it, review it, they can implement it into their final engineering package, take it through the permitting process, get their final permit approvals, and then move to the construction phase of the project.
0: How would you rank the let's say the top five concerns of the customer relative to you? So the quality, the technical package, you know the type of fabrication, the modular, you know, modular character, the prefabrication, all that good stuff. How much are you commoditized by price in that uh, one through five? Where does the price stand? The
1: price, price. Usually, if if you have a one through five ranking scale with one number one being the most important, price usually is number one or number two. That is typically what you see. Responsiveness, completeness, accuracy, usually in that descending order. That's what they look for. Capability, number two. Price, price number one. Capability, number two. Sometimes they'll interchange and flip depending on the type of project.
0: How do you compete on
1: price? Our smaller systems, because of the plastic manufacturing, we are equally as competitive price-wise with conventional packages that are currently on the market and that have been in the market for the last in 15, 20 years. The beautiful thing about the plastic manufacturing capability because of the way the plastic industry works and the way that the vertical integration capability works, as our systems get larger, as we go from a 2,000 gallon per day system to a 20,000 gallon per day system to a 200,000 gallon per day system, we start recognizing economies of scale such that a 20,000 gallon per day system compared to a, a modular water 20,000 gallon per day system compared to a 20,000 gallon precast concrete or epoxy coated steel system, we could be 10, 15, 20% less money, less expensive on a total install cost because our manufacturing is more efficient. We don't have all the hurdles and permitting hurdles and just the regulatory hurdles associated with uh, steel production, concrete production, painting, air pollution laws, and controls. It's much, much simpler to do that with plastic compared to these more established, conventional delivery methods.
0: The customer has a lot of hidden costs that are not just your bid, for example, the permitting and the bill, you know pouring foundations and all that crazy stuff. That's Those are hidden costs that do factor in.
1: They do, they do on a total installed cost. It's not just the cost of the equipment, it's the cost of delivering the equipment. It is the time on site during the installation process. If you have a contractor and he can deliver and install a system in two weeks compared to six or eight weeks, Well, he's going to obviously, he's going to do two things. He's going to save his client money, which is going to give him a capability that outcompetes other technologies and other contractors, but at the same time, he's going to put more money into his pocket because he has the flexibility of controlling his schedule and adjusting his schedule in ways that you can't when you do more of a conventional sticks and bricks on-site field-directed, custom-engineered solution.
0: That's really wonderful, Dan. I'm going to ask you to describe a specific application. Choose one, like real estate development, rural school, a community center, a rest stop on the interstate. In fact, you're doing one right now. The the, the latest uh, deal you did. What kind of what kind of deal is that? Let's just describe one that's in your shop right now. Not the brewery, but the other one. We have just
1: successfully procured a purchase order for a small-scale advanced treatment system. It's on-site, decentralized. Wastewater application. Uh, it's a project located here in the mid Atlantic. They're not located in close enough proximity to get connected to public sewer. They have a real estate demand. They need advanced wastewater treatment. What's unique about this customer is that we're, while we're only treating 2,000 gallons per day, we are providing an advanced tertiary wastewater treatment system where we can reuse, reclaim, and recycle the treated water. And we are taking this high quality treated wastewater and using it for reflush, meaning we are pumping it back into the building, the customer's building, so that they can continually recycle and use that water for flush water uh, for secondary purposes and those types of things. Very, very unique. uh, Very forward-thinking. The engineering team, the consultant that we're working with, and their customer, they recognize that our capability offered them a solution that other competing vendors could not provide, and they like the idea that they're building a brand new facility. It's a fairly large facility. They're expecting to get 75 years out of the facility, so they need a wastewater treatment plant to go the same distance. We were able to provide this reuse and reclamation capability. It's really, really, really unique, pretty sexy stuff, and it's it's where the industry is heading in a major fashion. Reuse and reclamation of wastewater, secondary purposes, those types of things, you're going to see much, much more of that uh, in the years to come, the decades to come.
0: Yes, and reuse recycling, of course, is a forte of yours. Where do you see a lot of that happening in the United States? Recycling
1: in arid arid regions where water local water resources are scarce or at a premium. The desert Southwest, the West Coast, Southern California. You see a lot of it right there, just because it's an arid region, a drier region. They just don't have the water resources available. That's one place. Another place that you will see it is in industrial applications where a an industrial customer, they will produce a certain volume of wastewater, but they may have on the front end, on their consumable water, on the potable water or high purity water, they may have a, a tremendous demand and a cost associated with that, and if they can produce a high-quality wastewater effluent, a treated wastewater, that they can use for a secondary purpose for cooling water, for blowdown or for a secondary purpose, you see that in the industrial customers. The third customer base that you are seeing for reuse and reclamation are for like golf courses where you have large irrigation needs and demands. I'm working with a number of customers in Florida where irrigation water is a premium. The, the aquifers are being taxed in Florida, the freshwater aquifers. So any anytime that you can produce 100,000, 200,000, 300,000 gallons per day, of high quality effluent that's treated, disinfected, that, meet, that meets an immersion standard, a uh, human health and safety standard, you see that uh, if irrigation is a good, good, excellent use of that. And following that, agriculture would be another one that you'd see a fourth one.
0: Let's talk briefly about ROI. A system that does have this recycling capability repays its investment in how many years typically? I know that's only a range.
1: It, it is a range, Riggs. On the best of days, on the best of ROIs, you will probably you can see I've seen some as fast as a year. That's pretty aggressive, and that's usually a unique customer where they have a tremendous cost, of a, sur- a tax, a surcharge. And just the driver, the regulatory driver, forces them into a model where they can recycle, reuse, or apply an advanced treatment system to recover or to offset capital outlay for surcharges or water consumption. Two, three years, is a, you, usually you see ROIs in a two to three year range. Some customers, some utilities, public utilities, which are highly regulated relative to their customer base and their usage fees, if they could see a five, six, seven year ROI, that's acceptable for them based upon their financial models. Uh, just because it's just a much more mature, slower, controlled
0: customer base. How does that compare with a conventional type ROI where the advantages of your system are not in place? Again, I don't want you to have to guesstimate too much, but just give me an idea.
1: Conventional technologies, as they relate to what we do with modular water, I can tell you that existing competing technologies that have been in the marketplace for two, three decades now, those technologies, they're old school, they're obsolete, they can't provide the level of service, and their ROIs tend to be a lot longer because of, of initial capital costs, total install costs. But another compelling feature that weighs into the selection of a, an advanced treatment system or a package system like what modular water produces that's made out of plastic is the actual overall life cycle cost. Uh, that's something that is lost on, uh, on a lot of end users. A lot of the consulting world doesn't recognize this, is that if you are applying a technology today, specifying a technology today, and you can get, 30, 40 years out of it as opposed to 15 or 20 years out of it, well, then you're doing your customary service by specifying that. So I, I find that that value proposition right there is a compelling driver and, and a decision maker, relative, and that's how we end up getting selected along for applications. That's a big yeah, difference. Yeah, of course. That's probably a big fundamental difference between us and a lot of the
0: conventional vendors. Well, you got that incredibly long, you know, three to four times life cycle, which dramatically impacts the annualized cost, shall we say, of, of the uh, system. Of course, if you've got people who are like, hey, as long as it's not on my watch, I'm fine, short-termers will, might think differently. But you're getting typically a more sophisticated client, like, like this one you talked about with the refresh capability. They're looking at a complex requirement that is sophisticated and needs to happen pretty quickly, competitive pricing, and that's why you got the deal. That is correct. Excellent. Let's briefly say housing developments in, in your pipeline are ranging in terms of number of housing units from what to what, shall we say? As far as how many houses can one of our packages serve no, no, in your pipeline, in other words, in your current stack, what are you seeing looking ahead
1: okay I, I will tell you the uh, the pipeline of, of products of projects that we're currently working on that are in development uh, going through. The permitting, final engineering, moving into the uh, purchase order phase. Uh, We've got projects in there that are in the 5, 10, 20000 gallon per day range servicing uh, commercial developments. Uh, We have projects down in Florida that I've been actively promoting uh, for the last three months. Those are projects rated at 25000 gallons per day in multiple phases for large real estate land development projects. I've got several public utilities for small towns. I've been working with uh, the consulting engineers for those customers. Those are rated at 40,000 and 50,000 gallon per day applications. Do have one for a small town that's rated at 20,000 gallons per day. And then we're working with another unique customer in another state related to a National Guard project that they have an 80,000 gallon per day application that they want to start the engineering on. That's forward-looking for the next 12 to 18 months for us as far as our pipeline. Just today, I had a request come in for a military application. We are basis of design. Very excited about that that opportunity. Price wise, I can give you on the lower end. Some of our packages start in the fifty thousand dollar range for a smaller system, but some of our much larger packages will be seven hundred, eight hundred thousand, a million dollars depending on the size of the system, the number of modules being delivered with it. So very, very excited about what the pipeline looks like and what the for future looks like for the next 12 to 18 months. And as word gets out and as the engineering world understands our value proposition, our engineering capability, our manufacturing capability, total cost, they're really coming on board with us.
0: So basically the basis of design is really an amazing position to be in, kind of the catbird seat, because you're designing the system that you're bidding and you're the top guy in there. You're Basically pre-selected.
1: That is correct. Just the nature of the water in the wastewater world, and it doesn't matter if it's water or wastewater. If you are a an engineered solutions provider, if you can get in early on in the programming and conceptual design phase, working with a consultant, your chances of success of taking that project, converting it to a purchase order, eighty, ninety, ninety-five percent. Whereas if you are late to the game as an approved equal, your chances are usually fifteen, twenty percent of uh, being successful in landing a purchase order. So you do a lot of um, education, the, in this, the sales model is based around education, working with the customer, it's about, ne- it's about relationships with the consulting world, relationships with the end users, the, the public works departments, the small town utilities that, that are out there. You start there, you build a relationship, you provide them with service, you're responsive to their needs, you get specified as the design, you get approved as the design, you get permitted as the basis of design usually becomes pretty ironclad, very, very tough to break spec. And that is a key aspect of the business model for Modular Water, is developing those relationships early on and promoting and marketing that way.
0: Wow. Well, you know, you have sold me again on the green yarn. I'm very, very proud that we've got you on the team. Such, uh, such professional excellence, your secret weapon, which I'm dubbing MANA, <laughs> your, your algorithm, but uh, yeah. because it is MANA from heaven for the consultant. And just your general uh, value proposition is amazing. And uh, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your busy, long day to talk to us about this. And we just can't wait to see the pipeline as it develops through the rest of the year and into 2019.
1: Well, thank you, Riggs. Very, very excited to, for what the future holds for Modular Water. Very pleased with the progress we've made. And just 2018 has been is going to finish out very strong. And 2019 should be a really, 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 really
0: prosperous. Well, from your lips to God's ears, and Dan, thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. And everyone, I'm being called here. Let me remind you that the phone number to call to get information on our current placement. And remember, it's being filled very rapidly. I am not kidding you on this one ken berenger will tell you that but it is 323-939-6645 extension 201 or 116 that's 323-939-6645 extension 201 or 116 and really take a look at our offering because this is an opportunity to benefit from the value of the patent portfolio that we built with sweat and tears over the years. Some years we spent as much as a half a million dollars a year doing it and it's super undervalued in the portfolio valuation that was done. And we wanna bring you on board because you are helping us roll out such an amazing operation of Modular Water. So thank you all, it's been a great pleasure. Dan, have a nice evening and everyone have a great weekend. Thank you, Riggs, take care. Hi, this is Riggs Eckleberry, CEO of Origin Clear. Do join me for my briefing this Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's called Water is the New Gold, and there's a reason for that. Water is changing fast. It's not a trend that is visible to the consumer, really. But remember, 10 years ago, Tesla was at $30. So finding the early trend really matters. I'd love for you to hear what I have to say and also to interact with me live. Join me this Thursday.